Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Have you ever had one of those colds that turns your head into just this big lead weight and every morning you wake up with your sinuses just clogged and full of just this green, gross, phlegmy, snotty crap that comes out of your nostrils but also drips into your throat and it's just really gross and makes your throat all kinds of sore and you're just coughing all the time and at first you worry that you might have covid But then you're tested and you find out, no, it's just a cold. So you're a little bit more relieved than you were originally. But then the the systems just keep persisting and persisting and persisting. And the only thing you want to do is get into a bath full of NyQuil and just sit there and soak for days. But no, you've got a job to do. You've got responsibilities. You've got a family to take care of and all that stuff. Have you ever felt like that? Well, that's been me for at least the past week. Hello and welcome to a very snotty and phlegmy edition of Just Another Fanboy. So let's just get it out of the way right now, folks. This was the week I was going to launch Season 6 of Just Another Fanboy with a brand new episode on Tuesday the 4th. But the the 4th has gone by and there was no new episode. And today is the 5th and you're actually getting another bonus episode, another episode of my other podcast. So why? Why is that, Stephen? Why are you doing that? Well, I've had a cold for the past week that has really just been kicking me in the head with these big steel-toed boots. And the last thing I've really wanted to do over the last week is talk. And I'm feeling a bit better today, but it was too late. I, I It's too late for me to record an episode for Tuesday because, well, today, as I'm recording this, it is Tuesday night. So I figured, all right, I'll just push my season six launch back till next week, even though technically, if you look at this online, it's considered a season six episode, but it's a bonus episode. I don't want to get into all that stuff right now, folks, because I'm about to start coughing. And once I start coughing, I may not stop until my lungs are presented to me there on the carpet with weird things all around them. And then, you know, You got to wash them off because you just, you know, as much as you vacuum, you're never quite 100% sure that your carpet is, is, is completely clean. So you got to wash your lungs and it's, it's not easy to breathe while you're washing your own lungs. And, uh, I don't want to go through all that. So instead, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stop talking here in just a moment. I'm going to give you an episode of my other podcast that goes back to December 3rd, in which I am talking about podcasting in general and other 
weird things and junk and stuff and all that. So here you go. As my throat is starting to close up and my sinuses are closing up, here is your bonus episode for today. I have a lot on my mind, a lot of stuff that I want to talk about. Unfortunately, as far as the general public is concerned, pretty much everything that I need to get off my chest is fairly inconsequential, and nobody really cares. However, you folks, this audience, this format, this uh, stage, this, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? This platform, that's it. Platform shoes, seven-inch heels. Let's rock on with our bad selves and, and all that stuff. You guys might actually be somewhat interested. You're the perfect audience for what I have to say, folks. And whether that makes you feel good or makes you feel a bit sad, it doesn't really matter because if you are listening now, then you're still listening. You're you're hanging in there. You're you're a part of this now. You can't escape. You can't escape at all the clutches of the clutcher. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I guess um I guess I should maybe probably I uh, probably just start talking about stuff uh, that I have on my chest to talk about that I feel is important, but nobody else does. So, but first, uh, music. Hello and welcome to another episode of my other podcast. My name is Steven and it's been a bit, it's been a bit, been a bit, big, big, bit, a bit, boop, boop, what a ding dong, a dig a do. I gotta stop doing musical stuff while a song is playing underneath me because the beat, the beat, the beat is not gonna get you because they won't match up. So I haven't quite decided what I'm gonna call this episode yet. Right now, what's running through my mind is just simply on podcasting and other such nonsense. I actually quite like that on podcasting and other such nonsense because that's what I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna talk about podcasting. I'm gonna talk about other stuff. Other such nonsense. But first, let's talk about podcasting. Here, Here's why uh, podcasting is first and foremost in my mind at the moment. Probably because I happen to be podcasting right at this very moment. Probably, I would assume. I mean, I'm not a psychologist, but that makes sense, doesn't it, folks? Doesn't it make sense to you sitting there in your comfy little chair? I'm not sure why I got so angry there, but... First, let's uh, let's cast our eyes over at just the podcasting world in general. I have been listening to a few new podcasts lately. I actually have spent much of my year not listening to any podcasts because I had decided I was going to finally, once and for all, complete the Wheel of Time books, and I was going to do that by listening to them. I listened to the first one. I recorded my thoughts. I put that out there as an episode of Just Another Fanboy. I've listened to the second one, but I haven't had a chance to sit down and record my thoughts regarding that second book. And I don't want to start the third book until I have given my thoughts about the second one. So in order to occupy my brain while I'm driving a large motor vehicle, I have been checking out some podcasts, and unfortunately, I have succumbed to celebrity, meaning that, you know, back in the day, when I first started podcasting back in 2006, there might have been a couple of big, semi-big names that that might have been 
podcasting, but not, I mean, not, not really. It was mostly the podcasters were folks like me who were doing this kind of stuff in their homes. But now more than ever, it seems like more and more celebrities are, are, are hosting their own podcasts. And frankly, I blame COVID and I'll tell you why. Once COVID hit and everybody started to quarantine and many actors and actresses could no longer work because they shut down movie sets and TV sets and, 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 and whatnot and stages and all that junk. These actors and actresses needed to find a way to, to score a little bit of cheddar. And, uh, one of the things that I think became quickly apparent to them as they were trying to stay in contact with their friends and family while quarantining, uh, and using stuff like, Skype and Zoom to do this, many of them hit upon the idea of creating podcasts. Now, I don't fully blame COVID for this because some celebrities were already doing this. Of course, uh, I think the leader uh, of this celebrity and it's 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 a celebrity interview podcast is, is what I'm seeing mostly. And we've had a number of them or a few of them that came out before COVID ever hit. But once COVID really, really, really hit, we're seeing a larger influx. And it's, and it's again, I think it's just these celebrities who've realized that A, they have the time, B, they have the technology, C, they have tons of other celebrity friends, and D, they can make money doing this. They can stay in their own home, make money through advertising because They've got a built-in audience already, folks. Let's look at some of these podcasts that I've been listening to. Um, Literally with Rob Lowe, um, where he again, he just he just has his celebrity friends on. Recently, the the newest episode that I started listening to today, he's got Dulé Hill on. If you're not quite sure who that is, he plays Gus in Psych. He was also in The West Wing, which uh Rob Lowe was also in. Um You've also got, of course, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. That's been out for a while. I think he's been doing it for a couple of years, and he talks to a lot of celebrities. Uh, Smartless is one that I've just recently run across. It's got uh, three celebrity co-hosts, Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett, and they take turns inviting a special celebrity guest that they can interview each week, and again, they're all, all three of them are in their own homes. The celebrity guest is wherever they're at, and it's all being done remotely through the internet. And of course, if you are a celebrity and you have a bit of scratch already because of it, if you're, if, you know, a lot of these folks, they're not, you know, these are, these are fairly big name people. So they've already got money. So they can afford the best equipment. They can afford the fancy microphones. They can afford to hire people to edit this stuff for them. And again, they go out there and they get that advertising. Now, a celebrity interview podcast that I've been listening to for a long time is, of course, WTF with Mark Marin, And he's been doing it. He's probably the OG when it comes to celebrity interview podcasts. He started a long time ago and was doing it out of his garage and you know, it's just it's one of those things where he he would actually he the the celebrities would actually come to his house. You know, he's he's in the California area somewhere, I believe, somewhere near or around L.A. And so celebrities would actually come to his house and sit with him in the garage and they would they would podcast. He would interview them. But now 
with uh, the internet being the way it is and stuff like Zoom and Skype and all that junk, it's sky's the limit for these folks. And so I went out and I did a search on celebrities who have podcasts, and there are just so many of them. Rob Lowe, for example, I've already talked about him literally with Rob Lowe, which is kind of a fun podcast, but I believe he also has a second one out there where he and some other dude are doing a uh, Parks and Rec rewatch. And so not only has Rob Lowe uh, dipped his toes or not only is he swimming in the celebrity interview podcasting swimming pool, he's also now in somewhat of a, I don't want to say the nerd geekery side of it as well, but really that's that, you know, listening to a podcast where people are are talking about uh, each episode of a TV show and, and you know that's that's the stuff right there that's what that's the kind of stuff we like especially if it's a if it's one of your favorite tv shows and if you have a choice between just two two dudes uh in freaking Kansas or freaking Minnesota or you know Wisconsin or Arizona or wherever who's just sitting down and discussing hey uh, let's talk about let's let's do an episode of Parks and Rec each, you know, we'll do a Parks and Rec podcast and we'll just review every episode once a week. You know, that might be fun. You might enjoy that. But if you have a choice between that and listening to somebody who is actually on the show, talk about, you know, review the show and each episode of the show once a week and talk about uh, behind the scenes stuff and what was going on and how things happened. That might be something you might want to actually uh, w- listen to instead. And it's it's you know i i'm not frustrated because there's always been a million and one podcasts out there so it's not like you know here i am doing this tiny little comic book themed podcast so i'm obviously not trying to compete with rob frickin low or uh good lord who are there's just so many of them out there that are doing it right now there's a really great one called office ladies where, uh, and I can never remember their real names, but basically Pam and Angela from The Office, they're doing a uh, an Office rewatch after show discussion, you know, podcast, which is really fun. Um, Maggie Lawson and Tim, Timothy Amundsen, I always mispronounce his name, uh, Carlton Lassiter and Jules from Frickin' Psych. They are now, they've now started a Psych rewatch podcast called The Psych the psychologists are in. And so far, that's been a lot of fun. And that's, you know, I hate to say it, but that's what I've been listening to a lot recently are just these celebrity interview podcasts. There's something I, I, you know, it's, it's, you can, I, I compare it to watching, you know, like the tonight show or any one of the late night shows where a celebrity comes on and they get maybe five, 15 minutes at the most to sit and talk with the, you know, Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon, or uh, who's the other guy? I can't think of the other guy's name, and he's my favorite one. He's the one that does the, the oh God, what is his name? Stephen Colbert, Stephen Colbert. You know, it's like, not only are those, do they not get very long to actually sit down and have any kind of discussion, pretty much everything that they talk about during that five minutes or 15 minute segment is all planned out. Most of that is not just off the cuff, but... You take that and you turn it into a podcast where they they sit down with this celebrity, you know, for an hour. You get some good stuff out of that. Um, recently on Smartless, I've listened to them talk to uh, George Clooney 
um, Fred Armisen, um, Robert Downey Jr. I think one of the newer episodes of Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. He's talking to Ellie Kemper. I listened to a, a, an older episode where he talked to John Lithgow. They're just, they're really fun. They're, they're fun to listen to. And the, one of the things I like about them is that I don't have to listen each and every week. If they got a celebrity on that I don't really give a crap about, I don't listen. And uh, so I can skip episodes and feel good about it. But when I'm listening to my, my peeps, my fellow colleagues, my contemporaries who do comic book podcasts and whatnot, I feel like I have to listen to every single episode because, you know, we're us comic book collectors are completists and it sounds stupid, but uh, I feel like I have to listen to each and every episode. And I'm not I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm not trying to talk down uh, any of these podcasts. Um, there's a lot of them out there that I really love. But good Lord, man, there's just so much time in your freaking day. And I don't have time to 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 listen to everything that I want to listen to. And I, my, my listening habits are fairly cyclical. You know, right now it's, it's all celebrity interview podcasts. Maybe in two months, I'll be back to listening to audiobooks, And then two months after that, I may be listening to nothing but uh, comic book podcasts about Superman. You know, it's like, that's, that's just the way my tastes run. It's, it's, I can't stick to one thing for a certain amount of time. I gotta, I gotta loop it around and try out different things. And, uh, yeah, but that's that's just something I've observed recently with the podcasting world is this this massive influx of celebrities hosting their own podcasts where they talk to other other celebrities. Dak Shepard does one. Michael Rosenbaum is that his name? Lex Luthor from Smallville. He does one. Uh, Frickin Anna Ferris, I think, does one. There's just there's just uh, Nick Offerman. There's, I mean, you throw a freaking rock at a group of celebrities and chances are the one you hit does a freaking podcast these days. And while that's a great, I think it's, it's a, it's a fun time and the, the, it's a lot of fun stuff to listen to. At some point, I feel like it's going to implode. There's just going to be so many of them that nobody's going to be listening to, nobody can listen to all of them. And eventually their ad revenue will go down and, 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 fo- and they'll stop doing it. Um, or, you know, the pandemic will finally, you know, people will finally get vaccinated and wear masks and the pandemic will maybe eventually go away to an extent that a lot of these folks will be working regular jobs again and they won't be doing these podcasts. But we'll we'll see. They're fun. I enjoy them. But it's just I don't know. I'm just talking off the top of my head, folks. Just just rambling. I'm a rambling man. Just rambling along. And speaking of my own podcast, I have to tell you, I am a freaking idiot. We talked about this. We've discussed it many times, how I just tend to have an idea and I grab it and I start doing it. And then I realize I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have done this. And while I'm not saying that the streaming fool was a mistake or that event or else was a mistake, um, good Lord, I haven't done an episode of event or else in what, maybe two months. And I've gained a couple of subscribers over at the YouTube channel. So now I feel there's this pressure in the back of my mind to freaking do some more episodes, at least finish Crisis on Infinite Earths, right? So I've been I've been worried about that and trying to focus, trying to focus on that and failing miserably. Uh, but at the same time, I've been watching, you know, The Wheel of Time and Hawkeye and trying to record episodes for the streaming fool. And and there there has come a point over this last week where I just because 
I'm not doing just another fanboy right now, right? We're we're on a break, and we probably will be until January. And uh, though I will throw in a couple of bonus episodes now and again, this might be one of them. I might throw this up on the just another fanboy feed in a couple weeks. But you know, there's a there, there's a part of me that is you know punching myself in the side of the head, going, you know what? If you would just drop everything else except for, of course, my other podcast, because I love you people. If you would drop all the other stuff you're doing and just focus on just another fanboy, maybe you could create something pretty darn special right there. And uh, one of the ideas that I'd like that I that I thought about is trying to uh, have a guest on once a month. Uh, I put a tweet up today that or a couple of tweets talking about the people I've talked to so far on just another fanboy, which there haven't been that many in the grand scheme of, you know, when you look at the number of episodes I've done for just another fanboy, 1%, uh, maybe even less of that are episodes in which I've had a guest on. And many of those have been Harold Jennett. Uh, but I've talked to, you know, uh, Michael Kill, who's a nerdcore rapper, Sulphur, who's a nerdcore rapper, uh, Kyle Stevens from Kirby, Kirby Crackle, which is a, a nerd rock band. Um, I've talked to I've talked to fellow podcasters such as uh, Brad Milo uh, and um, Frank A. Rincon from Half Hour Wasted. And in fact, I even did um, I did that one episode with with Bill McGonnell and Frank from Half Hour Wasted. Did I do was that one or it was two episodes talking about Monty Python? Those were fun. And of course, I've had Harold on a bunch of episodes. I've had uh, uh, an old work buddy of mine, uh, Arthur. He's been on an, on an episode talking about Suicide Squad. And, you know, I just, and I, I'm, I, if I've left anybody out, I apologize. Peter Rios, I've had him on. He is, of course, an OG comic book podcaster. And I kind of want to get back to that. I want to, you know, once a month, I don't have to get all, you know, dive deep into the uh, let's make it a, a weekly freaking interview podcast and because then I'd just be running myself ragged trying to schedule interviews and I don't want to do that that's crazy so there's a there's a part of me now at this point that maybe by the end of the year I'll look at where I'm at and when we start 2022 there's a good chance that I may just be like everything else is on the wayside and it's just going to be just another fanboy uh, from here on out and of course my other podcast. Because, you know, I was looking at the calendar and I was thinking about how, because basically we just ended what I'm referring to as uh, season five of Just Another Fanboy. And I've never really taken a look at things and said, here's where a season will start during the year and here's where a season will end. And this is where I'm going to take a break. And, you know, it's just been I, I, I start a season and at some point I'm just like, ah, I feel like taking a break and then I'll I'll, I'll take a break and but you know if i ever wanted to 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 actually you know format a schedule you know i could podcast uh even if it was just once a week 22 weeks in a row from the beginning of january to the end of may take all of june off start up another season then at the beginning of july and podcast till the end of november and then take december off and then just do that every year seems doable i mean in essence if i'm only doing it once a week it's 22 episodes a week if I'm not doing anything else and I feel like kicking that up a notch, you know, you're looking at, uh, did I say 22 episodes a week? Good Lord. 22 episodes a season. So 22 weeks in a season, you know, kick that up a notch and it could be 44 episodes a season and uh, doing two episodes a week. But it's something I really got to think about because I do feel like I need to, I have to finish 
talking about Crisis on Infinite Earths over at Event or else. There's another part of me that's just thought, why don't I just merge everything into just another fanboy? You know, other podcasts do that. They have one feed, uh, and then if they do these other episodes, you know, it's like, hey, I'm gonna, I, I here's my feed. It's just another fanboy, but I feel like doing an event or else podcast this week. Just stick that right there in the just another fanboy feed. You know, I don't know, I don't know. Doing it that way, though, at the same time, kind of messes with my OCD. Uh, so what else have I been doing? Let's talk about some other stuff. Let's talk about comics for a second. I'm getting my phone out because I read all my comics on my phone. And I recently, through my Comixology app, I just lined up a bunch of, you know, if, if you're following me on Twitter, on Instagram, you'll notice that I've been reading a lot of comics lately. And what I've been doing is I I, I have a, a lot of comics on through Comixology that I, I have yet to read or finish. And I'm talking like collections, like, uh, you know, graphic novel collections, trade paperback collections, those kind of things. And and so I, I went through my comiXology and I downloaded a bunch of them onto my phone. And I said, I'll just read one issue per collection at a time and just go through my list until I get to the end of the list. And then I'll start over and read another issue from each collection. One, you know, so for example, um, Right now, I decided to, I'm reading a book called Snow Angels. It's a comicsology original book by Jeff Lemire and Jock. And they're doing, they've done two seasons of this, which are like six episodes each. Six episodes, God, six issues each. And I, I read the first season a while back when it came out. And I started reading the second season. And I got about three issues in. And then I got distracted and they just this week put out issue number six, the final issue of the season. So I thought I'd start season two all over. So I'm going to go ahead and just read those six issues and then I'll get back to my list. And so, for example, uh, if we go to the top of the list, I have the Silver Surfer Epic Collection, um, which starts with Silver Surfer issue number one from it's not the very first Silver Surfer. This is a an issue by John Byrne. And then uh most of this stuff is from the 80s, the Silver Surfer collection. And then I've got, so I'll read one issue from that, and then I'll go to the next, which is uh, Savage Dragon. I read one issue from that collection, and then there's Moon Knight Epic collect- Collection, Excalibur Epic Collection, the new Defenders, Fantastic Four, uh, the Walt Simonson run on Fantastic Four. I'm reading Starbrand, New Universe. Uh, I have uh, the Amazing Spider-Man, the Epic Collection. That is um, right now. I'm in the middle of uh, when Todd McFarlane was on the Amazing Spider-Man. I've got Infinite Crisis to read. I'm going to start rereading Preacher, uh, X-Men, and Kitty Pride. Or X-Men, Kitty Pride, and Wolverine. I have an epic. I have an X-Men Epic Collection that is uh, when John Romita Jr. was on the book uh, the first time, not later in the '90s. This is uh, early '80s. Uh, Transformers more than meets the eye. This is a book that Harold has been wanting me to read and I'm up, I'm getting ready to start issue number six, Conan, the barbarian epic collection, the Marvel years. I think I'm around issue number four at this point. Uh, Luke cage, second chances, volume one. This is when they, uh, Luke cage got his own series back in the nineties, the X factor epic collection. When X, when X factor first started, you know, when it was the original X-Men Avengers epic collection. This is from the eighties with John Buscema and, uh, I think Roger Stern, uh, West coast Avengers epic collection from the eighties, Captain America from the eighties, ghost Rider from the nineties, Kevin Smith's green arrow, 
uh, Hellboy, the Hellboy Omnibus, Omnibus. Don't know why I can't talk. So I started that recently with uh, the original first issue, Seed of Destruction, Iron Man from the 80s, late like late 80s, back half of the 80s, Justice League International, you know, the Bwahaha era, uh, another new universe book, uh, Psy Force, uh, Black Hammer. I did read that first trade uh, from uh, Jeff Lemire a while back, but I'm starting it over because I want to get uh, all caught up on Black Hammer. Uh, Hulk Visionaries, the Peter David run. I am currently in the part of his run with uh, the Gray Hulk when he was Joe Fixit in Las Vegas. Uh, Wolverine Epic Collection. This is when they gave Wolverine his own series in the 80s. That was uh, John uh, John Buscema, I think, was the penciler on that. Uh, Daredevil from the late 80s. John Romita Jr. was on that. Uh, Punisher from the 80s which started with the uh, five-issue limited series with Mike Zeck. There's a Comixology original book called All Nighter that I'm reading, which is really fun. They had a just a freaking awesome boom sale on Comixology recently, and I got the first three trades of Once and Future, volumes one, two, and three, for 89 cents each. Uh, I'm, re- I'm reading Blue Beetle from the 80s, DC. Uh, the Sixth Gun, this is Cullen Bunn. And I can't remember who the artist on that is, but I read a number of those issues back in the day, so I'm starting that all over. Uh, I'm going to give the Dynamite Lone Ranger book a try. Uh, Finally going to get caught up on Philadelphia. I'm going to be starting issue nine here very soon. Another new universe book, DP7. Uh, The Ultimates, which was a great uh, Ultimate Avengers book. Uh, New Mutants, the... uh, Rob Liefeld years, and uh, that's it. That's why I got all lined up, ready to go. And then, of course, uh, whatever comes out on the DC app uh, each week as far as their quote-unquote new releases, which means they're about six months old, and then the new releases that come out on the Marvel app, and those are typically uh, three months old. I wish DC would get on that wagon and start sticking books up on their app three months after they release instead of six, but whatever. Um, another project I'm working on here that, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm amazingly busy. I don't know if you recognize that sound. That is a, is a video cassette. If you are, if you ever, uh, uh, visit my website, stephenrorr.com, um, a number of weeks ago, I started making music videos for uh, an old band I was in back when I was in my freaking, well, before I was 20. Uh, I think the the three songs I've done so far were from 1992, and I was not quite 20 at that point. Um, but uh, I was in a number of bands throughout the 90s, and we recorded a number of songs uh, in local recording studios, and it's been kind of fun just putting together music videos for those. But I'm using a combination of like video clips that you can get through Canva, which, you know, you just get these video clips on Canva. And then I'm trying to utilize actual video footage of our live shows from back in the day, which aren't, isn't great footage. It's usually just a, a friend of ours that we'd have come to a club that we were playing that night and we'd stick a, an old, you know, video camera on a tripod 
and they'd hit record. And every once in a while, depending on who we had running the camera, might zoom in on any of the band members every once in a while and maybe move the camera, pan it back and forth and and whatnot. But for a lot of them, it's literally just a shot of the stage. You can see the band on the stage and that's just the way it stays. But currently I only have two of those shows digitized and, and it was one of the other band members in one of the bands we were in had done that and put that up on his YouTube channel. Well, I have a number of video cassettes of our live shows because I had a video camera back in the day, but none of it's digitized. And I recently uh, bought a, you know, a a piece of of hardware that comes with software that you you plug into a VCR, then you plug it into your computer and it digitizes video for you. Uh, I got that in and then realized, holy crap, I don't have a VCR. Well, I finally got a hold of a VCR. I don't know if it works yet. I haven't tried it out. Uh, because it's, it's been sitting in, in, uh, like my parents closet or something for a number of decades. And, uh, I wanted to make sure that the heads were clean before I put any of my old videotapes in it. So I ordered a freaking VCR head cleaner and that's supposed to come in today. And so over the weekend, I'm sure I'll be digitizing videos and having some fun with that. And then I'll get back to, making music videos once every month or once every couple of weeks or, or whatnot. Cause I, I do have fun doing that. You know, it, it doesn't take as long as doing a, like a, like an event or else video. Cause those videos are like 16, 15, 15 to 20 minutes long. Whereas one of these music videos are maybe four minutes long. So it doesn't take up as much as my, as, as, as much of my time. And it's, it's a lot of fun doing and, and uh, if you're ever out there, stephenrorr.com, link will be in the show notes. You know, there's uh, basically anything that I've ever done creatively that I can put on a website, I'm trying to to get up on that website. And um, my uh, the old web comics I used to do with Harold Jennett, which uh, we're thinking about bringing back. We haven't quite decided. Um we need we need some folks who who want to get behind that if we you know it's it's here's the thing about creating things nowadays it's it takes a lot of work it takes a lot out of you anytime you create something that starts as an idea in your head and you spend the time to actually take that idea out of your head and make something out of it whether it's a song or a story or a comic book or a freaking podcast Whatever it is, it takes something out of you to make that into something. It takes your time. It takes your energy. It takes your freaking heart and soul. And it can sometimes be very emotional creating something, especially if it's uh, something out of your heart, like a freaking song or a, or a story or, or a comic book or whatnot. And then you, you, you spend that time and that energy and that emotional output creating something and then you put it out there for everybody to see and you get back crickets right it's very uh it's very hard on a person when that happens and so you put the first thing out and you get crickets it's like all right well it's brand new there's millions of things there's billions of things out there for people to look at online i'll make another and i'll make another and i'll make another and you know 30 40 50 of them later you're still getting crickets and at some point you got to ask yourself well, maybe what I've created is just crap. And, but in your heart, you're looking at it and you you just know it's not crap. And so that's with with Harold and I and these web comics, that's where a lot of it is. 
with us. We don't have a lot of time to, to put into creating web comics. Uh, him even less than me because my part is, is fairly easy. I just write them. Uh, he's got to actually take what I've written and put it out there, you know, create something out of that. So I have to, I have to take an idea and make a story out of it. And then he has to take that story and make art out of it. And it takes him longer. You know, I could write, uh, freaking 10 scripts a day and he might only be able to do two strips a week, but you spend that time and that energy and you put them out there and nobody, again, you get crickets. And so I have been putting them out on Stephen or else the old ones and then tweeting about them and putting them on Instagram. And I literally in those posts, I say like this tweet or like this Instagram post, if you want us to make more and, and I get a handful. uh, But you know, if, if, if we get more, if we get like at least 50, on any strip that I put up there, then we probably will come back and start making more strips. Cause you know, we enjoy doing it. We enjoy making this stuff. We're very proud of the stuff we make. We're very proud of, of what we're putting out there. But if, if nobody's looking at it, you know, it's almost like, what's the point? And we're not, you know, not everybody can be Prince who will write hundreds and hundreds of songs, spend time writing them and recording them. And then just never letting anybody listen to them. You know, it's like after he died, people discovered that he had all this music that he had recorded that he just, he just wanted to to make this music. He didn't care if anybody listened to it. And I wish I could be that way, but it's, it's, I don't, I don't understand that to me. It's like, if, if you're creating something, you're like that. If you're creating a piece of art, you're doing it for people to enjoy it. You're, you're doing it for yourself because it's, it's something that's in your head that has to get out. It's clawing its way out of your head. And if you don't get it out of your head and put it out on something, whether it's a story, getting it out on paper or, or whatever, you know, it's, it's almost like it's, you know, you you can't sleep until you get it out of your head. But then the, the next part of that is now that it's out there, now that I've created it, you know, maybe some people will get some enjoyment out of it. And that's, that's where it gets more difficult. But I've rambled on, I think, for long enough, folks. Uh, I hope you enjoyed hearing what I had to say. This should have been, I, I didn't get an episode out last week because, frankly, I was on vacation. I really wanted to because uh, uh, last month I did an episode about issue number one of DC versus Vampires. And uh, I wanted to do one this month as well because the second issue has come out. And I should have done that last week because that's when the issue came out. And I was going to do it this week. But I had all this other stuff on my mind that I wanted to talk about instead. So hopefully you'll get that next week because I want to do an episode per issue uh, as they come out each month because it's been a pretty fun series so far just with the first two issues out there. And frankly, it's got Green Arrow in it and anything new that I can read that has Green Arrow in it. But Green Arrow done well, uh, I'm going to be all over. And uh, this has got Green Arrow in it and, 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 and he seems to be written very well. So, so yeah, so look for that next week. Hopefully I can find the time next week to do that. Uh, I didn't have, I'm supposed to have a lot more time on my hands this week. I'm back from vacation. Um, I'm only doing the streaming fool and, uh, my other podcast. So really I should have only been recording three episodes this week, but since I fell behind on the streaming fool last week, I had to do uh, my Wheel of Time episode for Tuesday of the Streaming Fool, my Hawkeye episodes one and two 
before I could do episode three of Hawkeye for Thursday's episode. So I had to do that episodes one and two for Wednesday. So yeah, I mean, good Lord. If, if, uh, these problems that I'm having that I'm talking about that I'm struggling with, if these are the only problems I ever have to face for the rest of my life, then I am going to be the happiest man you'll ever meet. Cause these problems that I'm talking about, they're not problems. They're not problems at all. Are they really? I mean, come on. They're not. Oh my gosh, I don't have time to to do all the show, the podcasts that I want to do. Oh my gosh, I'm doing podcasts that I don't have to, you know, shut up, right? These are not problems. They're just uh, slightly minor annoyances. They're not even minor annoyances. They're minor, minor annoyances. And uh, I don't know why I'm complaining because I shouldn't be. So I'll stop and uh, I'll finish up this episode. I'll wrap it up. This is the wrap up. This is me wrapping it up. This was a long episode this week, folks, and you deserved it because you you are you're there with me each and every week. Every month I see the 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 little thing come up and say, Here's how much money we're putting in your freaking PayPal. And and I go, gosh, those people are awesome. If you know, it's like and and and, and I'm so thankful for the fact that you you folks are there each and every month. And uh, you know, I tell myself, wouldn't it be nice if I had enough? Uh, people on the Patreon that I could freaking just do this for the rest of my life and live comfortably and not have to worry about bills and not have to go work for the man. But, you know, that's never going to happen. I know that. And I'm so thankful for for what I have and what you guys have provided uh, in my life, this little outlet of mine to get all this geekery uh, nonsense out of my head because God knows my family doesn't want to hear me talking about it. So, uh I thank you guys, and uh, I guess I'll talk to you here on this channel, on this station, next week. Bye! Me open up my diet Mountain Dew here. Mmm, baby. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park